Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roundtable. Coming to you from Beijing. I'm He Yang. Good to have you with us. In retail analysis in China, there's a somewhat tongue-in-cheek observation: men are often consigned to the bottom of the consumption hierarchy, possibly even falling behind their pet dogs and cats. But man, oh man, maybe we got it wrong all those years. And a few Chinese universities are challenging the "publish or perish" mantra for PhD students. What far-reaching consequences might this adjustment usher in for the domain of doctoral education? For today's program, I'm joined by Li Yi in the studio and Josh Cotterell on the line. First on today's show. In the discourse surrounding retail therapy, a persistent notion prevails: that it is a realm predominantly governed by women. In the Chinese market, men frequently find themselves relegated to a perceived lower spectrum of spending capacity, ranking beneath women. Children, the elderly, and even their beloved pets. Now, industry experts are saying it's high time to dispel these entrenched stereotypes, particularly in light of the latest consumption figures from major e-commerce platforms. So, have we underestimated the economic clout that men command in consumption? <laughs> yeah, I think,、uh, especially this year during the Double Eleven. A shopping festival here in China. We did witness a significant growth in sales volumes of products favored by men, particularly according to Tmod. Top three products for male consumers this year's shopping spree are road bicycles. Esports products and outdoor jackets, with sales increases of over three hundred percent, one hundred fourteen percent, and ninety percent, respectively. And also for those who are not familiar with Double Eleven here in China, it is actually the biggest shopping festival, the annual shopping festival, and it was first launched in two thousand and nine, and it was previously an annual one-day online shopping festival that falls on November eleventh in China. And now over the time, the event has. Been extended to several weeks as both sellers and buyers increase. While talking about the increasing spending power of men, although I think it's not really a fresh new trend, we do observe some new changes this year. The younger generation, especially among male consumers, they love to. Give treats to themselves, meaning that they are buying stuff that are not only functional but also make them feel good. Particularly in areas like games, fashion, and skincare, and also something that could just offer them good experiences. Compared to last year, the most popular items would be alcohol, fishing gear, and outdoor apparel. So, based on all these experts, say that male consumption maybe have been underestimated here in China in the past, and now we are seeing some new trends and new sectors being developing really fast,、uh, coming from the male consumption sector. That is quite interesting. Yes, it is, and I'm really curious to hear what the only male.、Uh -huh. In the show today,、um, have to say about this. <laughs> so, Josh, how do you feel about? I, I don't know if you participated in you know all this online shopping or not, but how do you feel about your fellow mates?、Um, you know their new shopping sort of、uh, behavior here. 
Or do you think, you know, maybe it captures the essence or are these items that men bought this year shock you at all? Or you're like, yeah, I'm one of those people. (laughs) A lot of questions. (laughs) Well, it it doesn't. I I would be lying if I said I'm shocked. Um, You know, I don't think I'm shocked by this. And um, a lot of these markets have been traditionally dominated by male buyers for a long time, Um, you know. We just heard about the automotive industry, um, sports equipment and apparel, the alcohol industry, um, technology and electronics, the gaming industry and such. And this has for a long time been dominated by male buyers. I guess that maybe really what we're looking at here, rather than this being illustrative of a massive increase in male spending power, is it also maybe just illustrative of how e-commerce is taking over in-store purchases, which we've discussed on this show several times, right? We've even discussed on this show the quite amazing phenomenon of how prices online sometimes can even be more than in-store, right? There's a lot of um, factors here that contribute to spending power online, especially. So when we talk about Double Eleven, which isn't something I participate in, I'll be honest, I sort of just, I I, I impulse buy throughout the year. So I'm sort of unaffected by a mm. lot of these things like yeah. um, Double Eleven. But yeah, it doesn't surprise me in any way. I guess there's some interesting things here. We look at certain things that have increased, things like grooming and personal care. This is something over the last decade or so uh, that's seen a lot more male spending power. Um, in my own country, the UK market has seen substantial growth in this market over the last five years or so. Oh, interesting. So that's that's quite interesting. Um, maybe yeah. reasons why that's the case, but yeah, yeah. Otherwise, not particularly shocked. Yeah. Well, when you talk about, uh, would you just say cosmetics, or were you just sort of alluding to maybe cosmetics and skincare? Because when we talk about that, associated with male buyers, the first thing that comes to mind is eyeliner. But don't really see that many mm-hmm. men rocking the. Uh, Adam Lambert look or whatever it is. Because <laughs> come on, let's face one. it. Yeah, that's a bit yeah. niche. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I see you doing that on stage, then I think, ah, oh, sure, fine, whatever. Um, but in every day, then I'm like, huh, maybe it's a special day for him. <laughs> Anyhow, so yes, for guys, um, <laughs> it's really interesting because there are these predominant perceptions that comes along when we look at consumption figures. And I think both of you reach a really good point. That is, this is very much e-commerce. And I think we're maybe looking at a different set of figures as opposed to physical store sales to some extent. And yes, um, the reason why we brought up Double Eleven is pretty much because this is a really good opportunity to look at online shopping behavior because it's sort of like the event of the year when it comes to e-commerce and uh yes what are consumers buying um specifically when it's the male demographic well i think just as josh has mentioned previously actually a lot of stuff that are that male consumers are buying especially during this year's double eleven are still traditional sectors dominated by male consumers for years for example like gaming cycling and trendy toys are top three categories and and also followed by clothing alcohol skincare and uh, fishing gear t-sets running and boxing products so see all these sectors i think they are like hashtagged 
men. And、mm. so, particularly this year during the double eleven, I think in, in the gaming related sectors,、uh, we are seeing transaction volumes of flagship. E-stores of gaming hardware brands increased by over 100% year on year, and also for those digital devices like computers, DIY assembled computers, keyboards, monitors, and headphones, also ranked among the leading gaming products sold on T-Mall. And also, particularly in its first hour of sale, the transaction volume of An official supplier of gaming chairs for the recent Hangzhou Asian Games increased by a staggering over three thousand five hundred percent year on year.、Lovely. So these are yeah very typical actually products that you would just、uh, relate to male consumers. And also besides like gaming, there's also physical toys. It seems that male consumers like what <laughs> they're super into these such as、uh, like Lego bricks.、Ooh. And also during this period, you know we are seeing the growth. Growth rate of men's purchases of trendy、mm. toys was higher than women's actually,、mm. and also cycling. I mean, this year cycling is super popular among young people, especially、mm. in、uh, bigger cities. And also, many people just like to have a city ride among their cities.、Mm. So we are also seeing an increase of bicycle sales, doubling year on year during the survey period. Among bicycle buyers, the number of male users have increased by nearly one hundred percent year on year. Right. So that. Seems to be. I used to think that this is、um, something of a pandemic period、mm. uh, consumption spike, but people do enjoy cycling this year as well. And also, you mentioned the outdoor clothing, the chongfengyi, <laughs> and these three words, Josh. I mean, look it up. Apparently, guys love it. These are combat jackets or assault jackets. Wow, these translations. <laughs> They're appealing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah like、uh, commonly used to refer to military or tactical jackets designed for combat or outdoor activities. And just the way I'm not even trying to, but the way I'm selling it, by the sound of it, it sounds like something that might appeal to a guy and also to women too. Because、yeah. there's this some、um, mm-hmm. outdoor craze that we've、uh, seen in recent years since COVID and.、Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, it's not like girls aren't into chongfeng yi either, because like chongfeng somehow, I think it's just like aggressive. I like that. You see, just by looking at you know what kind of major products male consumers are buying, especially during the shopping festival, I think it's really unfair to say or to have this very traditional. Conception that women used to buy more than men because I think just previously actually women they could just buy stuff not only for themselves but also for the family for children they are just、uh, taking the major responsibility、mm. of buying stuff for the family yet men are only buying stuff for themselves、mm. so gaming cycling outdoor you know apparel、yeah. these are things that they love and、uh, so I think it's really. Unfair to have the previous statement, you know. Ultimately, so yeah, yeah. Josh, you being the only gentleman here, <laughs> keep on highlighting that fact.、Um, yes. So, do you think that you know some of these Chinese marketers have gotten it grotesquely wrong in saying that oh, men don't have so much spending power? Because just look at history, look at consumption patterns. Men have always had money. 
in comparison to mm-hmm. female counterparts. And where do they spend no. that money on? Don't say it's always on the family. So, of course, you know, they contribute to the housing and everything. But did they get Just it that wrong? that small thing, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest, the biggest purchase <laughs> for most people in, in our it lifetime. It seems to be the elephant in the room, right? Exactly. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's a fair point and it's so difficult to... I mean, it's easy to get easier to get statistics on specific items that are bought, and it's quite easy to make generalized sweeping observations about kinds of products that are being bought by male and females. But I think what's more complicated and probably more important is how that household income is being spent and spread between individuals. And that is really difficult to pinpoint Mm -hmm. a lot of the time because household incomes can become uh, quite confusing. And as you said, um, traditionally and for a long time in, in a lot of households, males have brought in more more money. Um, and so, you know, it's quite difficult to, to look at where that money's being spent, you know, where is it going and how much are males actually spending on what, right? I think that this is a really important point to make. So I think that it's unfair to say that men are spending all of their money on selfish items and, you know, things that aren't just supporting the family when we don't know exactly where the male income is always going. I'm sure that there's a lot of men maybe even listening to this that are quite angered by that statement thinking that, yeah, well, when I do have some spare cash, I do spend it on myself, but I also spend money on my family in other ways, right? Yeah. But also when you look at the rising number of single households, then maybe that makes everybody feel better about spending on themselves, you know, (laughs) men and women, you know, if it's just you earning your money and uh, living solo and therefore don't feel bad on spending on whatever you are wielding your consumption power on so you know there's also these societal changes that contribute to different spending decisions as well yeah i think there is like a change in terms of societal expectation especially i think for both genders actually Mm. um as josh said like previously men maybe considered more as a major breadwinner or the major money contributor to the family especially there is a family and they are not really considered as a major consumer as uh, kids as women and also considering what major products men used to buy and also how advertisement companies are Uh, reaching to male consumers, the major categories that are like alcohol, uh, automobiles, and uh, watches. And, you know, these are all the things that could, you know, uh, show your wealth or show your position. And uh, all these are related to success. So men are also being put in this certain criteria that the major task of you is being successful is making more money Mm -hmm. but now i think there is also a new conception that we are all equal breadwinner in the family we can also contribute to the family together and equally so you can just uh, buy whatever you want and you don't really need something to show your identity to show your wealth or to show your social position Yes, I think that's definitely happening. But also a lot of people are still swept up in this perception of what's deemed successful Mm. and um, 
yes, I think being comfortable in your own skin and being comfortable in your own position in society, that that's like a lifelong lesson for a lot of people. Um, but yes, I think this kind of uh, conspicuous consumption might have changed a bit in China because mm, this is probably up for debate, but some people might say that um, maybe that stage has passed, although um, it's difficult to make these kind of generalizations. I think something that we have to consider as well is that I think actually that a lot of these markets are becoming gender neutral. Mm. So as we're talking about male spending power increasing, right? But actually, I feel like the markets are becoming more gender neutral because actually a lot of markets that were massively dominated by males are also seeing a lot more female spending power over the last few years. Um, one example is the gaming industry, right? The yeah. gaming industry was dominated by male spending, but over the last decade or so, which isn't surprising at all, probably to a lot of people, the female player base is has become massive. Mm. And the spending power of females in this industry has increased hugely. And it's the same with a lot of things as well. I think there are always going to be industries that maybe are dominated by male or female. But I think that the market in, gen in general is becoming more gender neutral. Mm. Um, and e-commerce in general is becoming more gender neutral. So um, I think this is, in my opinion, this is where it's going. This is where it's heading. Yeah. You also see that in fashion, that mm. um, now a, exactly. a lot of the designer houses are coming up with gender neutral clothing. And yeah, it looks cool on men and women. And uh, that sounds like a great way to make some extra buck. But during the discussion, when we talk about, oh, men might be perceived of not having so much spending power is completely bogus to me as a statement because I feel it's not like men didn't have the spending power, but it was merely, did they want to show it or not? And and like you guys mentioned earlier, is it showing up in areas where data is being collected? Because I don't think it, it's a debate that men have always earn money if not have been the principal breadwinner in society in that sense. But it's only in recent years or in recent decades as women become more educated because previously women didn't have that opportunity and become more engaged in economic activity, uh, being independent financially and all that good stuff. Have we emerged as almost like a new consumption powerhouse and therefore garnering attention and um, receiving all this analysis in in marketing in the retail world as such and there was so much talk about oh the she economy she's spending to pamper her but it's just previously that didn't exist and therefore Sometimes when we hear a lot of discussion about a certain subject in the media at a specific time doesn't necessarily mean the louder, the more um, justified of existence is merely because at the time that's of maybe a point of interest mm -hmm. or something when to understand the fuller picture, a lot of the silence voices are what deserves our attention, but they don't always get the attention that they deserve. Anyhow, I am off point a little bit. So yes, and speaking of a segment of the demographic that 
don't get a lot of attention. Middle-aged and older men, interestingly, appear to be a little bit voiceless in the social discussions. They're not that vocal, and um, now there are some figures showing their consumption power, their consumption behavior. In that sense, might offer us a window to their psyche and how economic life is organized in the family that way. So, what do you know about that, Li Yi? Yeah, I think as you said, middle-aged、uh, and the elderly male consumers might not be that vocal yet. It turns out they could have more potential in terms of purchasing power. Well, we can see that according to a report by Quest Mobile, the purchasing power of most young people on online platforms is usually between three hundred and two thousand yuan. However, when you look at that of male consumers aged between thirty-one to fifty, they could stand at thousands of yuan. This just shows that they could have much more consumption power than their younger. Mates, <laughs> and also when you look at what they exactly buy, they could buy fewer, but each time they could spend a huge amount of money, especially compared to younger individuals. And also,、um, this is because that they just experience an increase in income levels, so they could just place greater importance on personal, professional image, and also internal well-being, which means they could just.、Um, Uh, invest more in areas like health, travel, and personal hobbies, and、mm-hmm. usually these can be extremely expensive. For example, their hobby could be fishing, and when you look at their consumption in fishing, currently there are about 140 million people in China who engage in fishing activities at least four times a year, with 32 percent being fishing lovers aged 45. Above, so the consumption growth rate of fishing gear has surpassed that of sports such as ball games, swimming, cycling, and, and others. And also, interestingly,、um, middle-aged and senior men they are also willing to invest in skincare and fashion as well. According to Massive Search Index in 2022, the search index for the keyword "men's skincare" witnessed a year-on-year increase of nearly 300 percent, and particularly on A lot of social media platforms. There are like a lot of notes and posts focusing on personal care topics for middle-aged and elderly men. So, which might suggest that the, such topics could be increasingly popular among these group. And also, particularly, of course, they pay attention to health management,、um, especially considering a lot of them could suffer from a lot of chronic diseases, and they they are much more willing to spend in such area to promote their both physical and mental well-being. So that is some interesting observation coming from this specific group. Yes, and somehow I just find it a bit absurd that it's all a surprise or whatnot to industry insiders or whatnot. Because don't you think that it's just a、uh, it's pure logic that older people should have more money because they've been working for more years and probably have saved up or have the opportunity to save up more and.、Um, But it's just、uh, when you look at the Chinese economy or our history, a lot of the consumption analysis or、um, phenomenon only appeared such ro- 
in a robust fashion in the last few decades. And, um, and therefore now I think we're seeing a new generation of older folks as well, older men and women, and um, seeing how they are shopping and spending their money. And through that, we try to understand our economy a bit better.